You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Monday night edition of Sports Day. Welcome to it. Badge and Sats here. Uh, how are we, lads? Sats? Turn your microphone Good. on, Good. Oh, Sats is not even on the air well, tonight. Well, it's usually Woogie's job to turn the microphones on. Can oh, I? Sometimes he just doesn't do it any night. Can I just explain to everyone, there's a button I push here on the desk, and it's meant to turn everyone's mic on, but like a lot of things in this studio, it doesn't work. So you just got to keep your eye on it, mate. Yep. And you're in a different sit- seat tonight. Have you been doing those finger exercises, Woogie? Yeah. You're supposed to be doing? yeah. They're getting really bulky, my fingers. <laughs> just in really right bulky. Here. Yeah. <laughs> just, no. <laughs> Only recently or? What do you oh, mean? Nothing. No, they've been bulky for a while. Mm. Hey, uh, boys, welcome to our Monday night. Of course, Badge, uh, you're coming from the New Zealand Warriors home studio tonight. Yes. Now, I think officially they are called the New Zealand Warriors now. So I remember we were at... Fox Sports many years ago, and we got told, don't call them New Zealand. They are just the Warriors. Are they the Vodafone Warriors? No. Well, that's their sponsor, you know, Sats. This is like, they were just the Warriors. They were, they, were, they were roaming the planet in search of a rugby league game, a bit like the Dolphins will be doing mm. um, as of 2023. But, um, yeah, I'm, with the, I'm in the Warriors studio, and uh, as always, we want to know your Warriors stories, your favourite player. Um, they've just gone very close on a couple of occasions, haven't cracked it for that maiden premiership yet but um yeah it's uh i think there's a couple of obvious ones there sats that people say when they pick their favorite player 1995 when they first came into the comp their first game against the brisbane broncos they had a back rower and his name was tony tatupu and he was going to be the next superstar um it was amazing this back rower but one of my favorites in the early years of the new zealand warriors hitro okasini Oh, he was just a weapon, he's wasn't he? He's a front rower. He's about five foot six. He ran six, like Marty Lang. And he had long hair halfway down his back. Yeah, he was crazy looking. He was. Mm. He was. Um, oh, look, my, my stock standard is, is Ruben Wiki, who went back and played at the, uh, at the Warriors. Um, Stacey Jones. It's hard to go past Stacey as their greatest player. Ruben Wiki. But you know, have had some great at players. The start of, at the start of every game, there's always a short, uh, there's a, a group of players that have a short circle of prayers. But when you're mm. playing against Ruben or Gordon Tallis, the circle was bigger. <laughs> People entered the circle before you played Ruben Wiki or Gordon Tallis. I always noted there's a couple extras every time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I? Hey, now I've got I've got a story to tell you. We'll tell it a little bit later on about remind me about Tony Tatupu and the Super League story. Yep. Can I throw up Brandy Alexander as my favourite Warriors oh, player? Oh yes, Fullback. he went over. Yeah. yeah Was it one or two seasons? Uh, he went two. I think he went two seasons. Came Double. back to Penrith in '97 for the go. Super League year. 
Uh, who's your favourite Warriors player? 0457 736 736 is our text number here on Sports Day. It's a bumper Monday show. Uh, of course, the Kia Top 7, the big highlights uh, from the weekend. Of course, Australia uh, played in three different codes over the weekend. Well, all on Saturday. Uh, they will feature a um, couple of questions we want to throw out there. And, and Sats, I know you've got some intel. Are you going to share it with us about uh, Mitch Pearce? Is he, your word is, and can I say this? Yeah. Is he leaving the Knights? Is it definitely happening? In- I'm heard he's done. He's signed with France. It's just Newcastle are waiting for a potential, uh, a potential, potential player to take his place. So they'll, he's got a year to go on his deal, Sats? Yeah, and it, we and, see it quite a bit in now in rugby league, don't we, Badger? We've got a year to run, but you get this offer for three years somewhere else. And we've got this mindset in rugby league with some clubs where, I'm not saying this, I'm hearing it's a done deal, but until we can actually confirm it and, and we can see that he's dragging his passport out. But we've got this mindset in rugby league where we think, oh, we've got a year to go, but he's got a three-year deal over there, so we may as well let him go because... It's, he's got longevity somewhere else, and we can't promise him extended, an extended contract at the moment, so it's in the best interest of the player. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a the strange The club might one. think it's in their best interest. I, you know, it's hard to know unless you're there in the day-to-day runnings of the club. They might think it's in their best interest to let Mitch go and to, to, to move on if he's not going to be there after 2022. Mm. You know, but unless you've got someone who's ready to, to take that jersey on, um, and feel as though that he doesn't need the the further twelve months of mentoring under a, an experienced player like Mitchell. Go ahead, make the decision, but you know, be careful what you wish for. Uh, Brooks is not going. Uh, uh, the West Tigers have already said that today and yesterday uh, that he's not going anywhere. So why let him go if there is no obvious replacement? Who's that? Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks. No, why let? Sorry, why let's. Uh, Pierce. Mitch Pierce. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, they're a better team with him. There's a lot of fans, West Tigers fans, that would be saying, "Hey, listen, you know what? Let Luke, Luke Brooks go. He hasn't raised to the the levels that we thought he would." I'm a I'm a Luke Brooks fan. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, you know, he's not as consistent enough as what I thought he would be during his career right now. But I still think he's a fine rugby league player, and mm. I still think that he could be a huge asset for uh, for the Tigers. More so with Tim Sheens coming into the equation now. Mm. But they see they've got Jake Clifford at the at the Knights, and maybe they've just they, they would decide okay, Jake Clifford halfback, uh, Caelan Ponger at or Kurt Mann or someone at five eight, probably Caelan Ponger, and then um, yeah, then they have Tex Hoy or someone else at the back. They might just decide have decided it's time to to move on mm. a year earlier than they they were expecting to. What are your thoughts, lads? And this is a question without notice. If let's say Mitch Pearce is a done deal, Sats, like you say. Um, why don't we bring in like a transfer fee into the NRL? So, so someone like Newcastle could go to. I'm using the West Tigers as an example, right? Because that's what's out there. They could go to a club like West Tigers and say, "Look, we really want Luke Brooks. We see that he's he's the future of our club. He's only got one more year left on his agreement. We're going to pay pay you a transfer fee of say a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Can we have him?" It's hard, oh, I like the idea. It's hard to put a price on someone, but especially like Luke Brooks and Badge. You you touched on this earlier on when we were talking about it, about a local junior. I mean, does a, a kid that's come through the entire junior nursery that then plays first grade a number of games first grade, does that weigh heavily than a player that 
that has just been at the club for two or three well, years. The, the club's investment in Luke Brooks would be greater uh, rather than if they just bought him two years ago mm. from another club. They've invested a hell of a lot in him as a junior. And, and you go back further, and you, okay, well, Mitchell Moses, when he left, perhaps they, if that system was in there, would have got some really good compensation from Parramatta for getting Mitchell Moses. So, yeah, I like the idea. And, and transfers fees are not new, Woogie, are they? And, and they still, I think they still happen in the Super League. Uh, and we had transfer fees in um, in in our game. Yeah, we did many years ago, mm. but it's just not part of our system anymore. But I, th- I think, yeah, that it, it's worth discussing anyway. Should we have transfer fees? And maybe that'll slow down all these players changing clubs Absolutely. because there, there'll be the, at the moment there's there's really nothing to stop them from going. I oh, know I've got a year on, to go on my deal, but I'm going to sign with another club for a year and a half's time and I'm going to spit the dummy and not really want to train. What, there's nothing there. There's no, in, you know, there's no, no deterrent to really stop them from going. Well, the new club might balk if they've got to fork out 300 grand or so. All right, what do you think? 0457 736 736 is our new text number. Uh, boys, I want to talk about best combinations in any sport, in fact, anything. When I, when I think of combinations, I think of Laverne Food. and Shirley. Oh, I thought you were dead set you were going to go food. Oh, mm. yeah, like, yeah. Well, bacon yeah. and eggs. Oh, no. Yeah. Roast nice. potatoes and gravy. Now, that's a combination. I knew it. I knew Chips it and gravy. Oh, why'd you start me? But, boys, because uh, uh, Justin Langer came out today and said, you know, Warner and Finch are one of the best combos he's ever seen and blah, 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 blah. I'm paraphrasing, right? Mm. I'm mm. going, really? Has he heard of Greenwich and Haynes? And uh, has he heard of Langer and Hayden? Like seriously, there are Hayden and Gilchrist opening in the one day. There are so many other combos, and even in rugby league, there's been some great combos, hasn't there, boys? It's amazing combos. I mean, you look at um, in the recent years, only this year alone, you look at the combination between Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, Adam Reynolds, and and Cody Walker. Uh, but over the years, you know, I look at Laurie Daly and your old teammates, Baz. Laurie Daly and, and Ricky Stewart was amazing. Yeah. Just amazing to watch. Yeah, and Elf and Kevy at, in, at all levels, they were outstanding, weren't they, Elf and, and Kevy Walters? And Ricky Bobby and Cal Norton Jr. in Talladega Nights. Oh, there you go. One there of the great go. combinations. Absolutely. There you go. Mm. Yeah, you got any combos for us, Badge? I just did, yeah. I mean, anything from KFC as well is a great combo that I'd like to throw <laughs> yeah. into that tonight. 0457 736 736 is our test number. Give us your best uh, uh, best combos in any sport or any any field at all tonight. Torval and Dean. Torval and Dean. There you go. Mm. Actually, I watched that um, bad sports docker about the ice skaters, the Canadian ice skaters oh. going up against the Russians. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. You've got to watch that badge. Heavy? Watch that. Oh, oh, okay. Very heavy. Very good. Aussie cricketer Joe Burns, uh, he's about to jump on a plane to play a Shield game against Tasmania. He'll be joining us on the show uh, real soon. He's fighting for that possible opening spot that's coming up with Will Pukowski copying that 10th, you know, um, concussion. That's mm. incredible. 10 concussions. That's frightening. Imagine that it's in any good, other sport. Mm. You'd be retired, yeah. right? You're right. Yeah. Why does he keep getting... Smacked around the head. Like, this and, happened and at training. He, he gets concussed when he's got a helmet on, doesn't he? He does. It yeah. Seems. Yeah. Well, we'll worry. Talk to Joey worry. Burns about that real soon. Joel and Fletcher will join us. Chris Nelson as well. He had a good weekend. Chris Nelson. Actually, no. Chris Nelson's not on tonight, is he? No, he's not. Oh, he's out celebrating his win. So what? what he had a win. He, he, he got one out of one of co- his eight. Oh, no, he did well, mate. It, I, it, it, oh, I've got, got a combination for you. What? Fletch and Finchy 
on a Friday night. That's a great combination. There you go. Mm. Okay. Uh, Paul from Belrose. Mm. Love the show, lads. Dangerous. Cliffy and Beaver. Yeah, that was one of the all-time <laughs> great try-scoring combos, wasn't it? Yep. Right, yeah. Keep your text yeah, messages coming through. Sports day, sports update. <laughs> Sorry, Badge. Um, sports update. Well, you're in the you're in the New Zealand uh, Warriors home studio. I can't see. Yeah, you. I am. Mm. I, I am. can't see you, and you dragged out your sentence then. So my apologies. What? Sporty Gav, he's got a list here what? again. Uh, New Zealand Warrior players. Phil Blake scored a try in their opening game. Come off the bench. Stacey Jones. He did, Blakey. Yeah. yeah. Ali Lautiti. Oh, did he oh. have a year in two thousand and two when they went through the well, grand that, final? What about that off that unstoppable yep. offloads that offload that he had? Clinton Torpy lives on the Gold Coast. Clinton Torpy mm. and a um, tremendous guy as well, and was one of the best centers in the world for about two or three years. Lance Hahaya, as well. Good little yep. super sub he was. Sean Hoppy went back home, didn't he? He did too. too yeah. The Warriors, mm-hmm. great, great winger for the Raiders. All right, keep your texts coming through of your favourite Warriors players of all time. Uh, James Tedesco has now been caught up in a, in a in a racial situation, apparently, according to something happened outside of pub sats over the weekend. Yeah, well, this first went out on Twitter. It was a, it was a letter from a the sister of a, a young lady by the name of Tiffany Trin, who's uh, Vietnamese descent, and um, they've made a complaint that uh, James Tedesco whilst with a group of friends um, and waiting outside a hotel, that uh, she said that he approached her and said the word squid games. So for those listeners out there who don't know what squid games is, it's a very probably the most popular show in the world at the moment on Netflix. It's a Korean show. I've, I gave it about 15 minutes. I had to turn it off. Didn't like it, I'd have to say. But, um, yeah, Tedesco has been um, – there's allegations around that he's made a racial slur towards just Tiffany Tran. Now, as you said, Jace, it's um, – it first went out on social media where they demanded some sort of investigation or an apology. Uh, the Roosters have conducted their own internal investigation and now the, uh, the NRL Integrity Unit uh, are starting to conduct their own factual investigation now. So there's not much else you can say about it, really. It's, you know, it's, I feel as though that um, allegations of, of this nature, is, you know, if, if proven, is, is, not, is not great. Um, mm. If it's... If it's um, what what is more concerning is about that, that I think is that is that the allegations went out on social media first instead of going through these these right channels that whereas um, yeah it's a it's quite a sensitive matter. It's a big part of the news gathering system now, yeah. isn't social media? It just is. So um, yeah, they'll they'll investigate further. Hopefully, there's not much to it, but um, yeah, he might have a case to answer there, James Tedesco. Mm. Uh, New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet, I love this, has confirmed he will push support for suburban grounds. Which one should be in Sydney? Which one should be done up first? Well, the most obvious one you would think would be Leichhardt Oval. Um, but what they're he's sa- a West Tigers fan. He is too. But, oh, there you go, tick. But, but what he's saying is that, no, that doesn't mean they've got to be multi-purpose stadium, stadium, suburban grounds, I should say, not stadiums. Mm. They've got to be multi-purpose. Hence, why. Uh, Jubilee Oval was was always previously considered as a leading contender for redevelopment because it's it's oval shape it can um, house uh, a lot of sports as well. Uh, Brookvale Oval um, is has oh, been the main focus. Badly now. needs it, yeah. And Penrith Stadium as well, uh, oh. and a new multi-use stadium at Liverpool. They struggling for money at Penrith. Does it matter? Well, it's all government backed, I suppose. You don't do it yourself. What about Belmore? 
That's the heartland of Sydney's West as well. But again, could it be used for multi-sports? Yeah, sure. Yep. Well, so are we talking f- soccer, rugby league, rugby union? What else? Lacrosse? Well, that's what they're saying with this one at Liverpool. Uh, that, that would potentially host the Tigers and the Bulldogs. Yes. Mm. So would they, if they can put them both there for their big games in these, you know, boutique stadium, stadiums, then the, I don't think they're going to do up Belmore as well, are they? Mm. Wouldn't think so. What about Redfern? Oh, I'd love to see Redfern back. Oh, those hot dogs when I was growing up. Hosting maybe three Rabbitohs games. They reckon, have you been there? It's fantastic. Beautiful. The facility. It's beautiful, yeah. yeah it's I've a, been for many yeah. years. Which suburban ground would you like to uh, see done up by the New South Wales government? 0457 736 736. A couple of things to get through to, boys. North Sydney got... Oval and bring back the Bears. That's mm. what I think some people will tell us. Sorry, we'll go. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> uh, there will be no vax introduced. Well, no forced you know, mandate for vaccines uh, by the NRL. I think they're going to leave it to the government, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, but it will just be awkward and difficult for pe- players and who are not vaxxed. That's going to be the really tricky part. So how do you keep them within your... If the rules are different for people that are not vaxxed, then I'll, I, do we accept that's probably how it's going to be for a fair while? How do you have your players oh. travelling with the team and staying with the team and you the, know, the vaxxed and the unvaxxed? Because you would think the clubs would be able to implement their own their own system around employees. Employees and players are employees. Well, look oh, at the Luke well, Thompson gee. thing, right? So I reckon, I don't know, I've just got a feeling by the time the next NRL season kicks off, I reckon it won't even be an issue. Well, what's the Luke Thompson thing? Well, he's just said, I'm not getting vaxxed. And and it was also... Um, not wearing face masks in When they had to travel to Queensland to, to play, wouldn't wear, didn't want to wear a, a face mask as well. Really? So, yeah, basically just does not he think, Does he think everyone else wants to? Yeah. Like seriously, yeah, well, you have yeah. half a brain. Is it a ploy for Luke Thompson to get out of his contract with the Bulldogs if he's not going to that play ball? Really frustrates me. Are they going to be forced to to release him and go to a club that probably won't be as strict in relation to the you know, to the anti vac rule? Interesting, isn't it? Mm. I, I I don't know. I don't know whether we'll be still in that situation come come what it March next year or February when we start playing trial games. I don't know if we'll be in that situation where you, maybe you know, not. maybe look at England. I mean, weren't they going down the path that you had to be double vaxxed, you had your passport? It's just open now to everyone. Mm. And they mm. seem to be going okay. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, maybe you do. 0457 736 736. And quickly, before we go to a break, Rugby League Immortal Norm Sticks Proven uh, has been farewelled at a private funeral service in Caloundra today. The legendary second row passed away. She was a fortnight ago at the age of 88. Yeah, many thought it was going to be a, um, a state funeral. Of course, he's from New South Wales, but has lived on the North Coast, uh, the Sunshine Coast, for a lot of years now. And um, so, with COVID, obviously unable to be able to do that. But I like it that it was a private funeral service. I, I yeah, I. Although we had a lot of fans uh, in the game, whether you're a Dragons fan or not, everyone loves Sticks Prove, and he's just had this amazing aura about him. Uh, Sticks when he walked into a room, uh, just a beautiful man. But I love it that it's a private funeral service, just between family. And, yeah. uh, and close friends, yeah. Righty, Farmers Business Network bring you the sports update. October sale on now. Order online with confidence. FBN.com slash direct. This is Sports Day for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. When we come back, we're getting into some news headlines. Do you want royal news tonight, guys? Yeah, I like Badge? it. Badge? <laughs> you love it, don't you? Badge? Bath. You still there? 
Hello. And our hot topic tonight, uh, you boys going to talk about the possibility of two refs coming back. We'll get to that shortly. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. To face learning and the Premier flag, the government would continue to make adjustments to the state's reopening roadmap and no new cases of COVID today in Queensland as well. Queensland is facing more unpredictable weather, uh, severe storms uh, across parts of the state and new warning for severe thunderstorms that could deliver larger hail being issued in the southeast. Yeah, yeah and some hail across New South Wales the last week or so. Yeah. Some heavy stuff. Mm. 40 millimetres at Coffs Harbour, remember, last week? It's incredible. Hey, uh, news mm. headlines for Polaris. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. What do you got for us, Woogie? I get nervous with this. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will mark a special milestone with their kids, Archie Harrison and Lilibet. It's... Why doesn't Lilibet get a second name? Lilibet. Oh, is Archie Harrison one? I thought that was three kids. Archie Harrison and Lilibet. <laughs> but Lilibet, uh, uh, they're going to spend the biggest night together. It's the biggest celebrations in the US. What is it? It's next week. Halloween. Halloween. Mm. Oh, my God. What are they going to do? Put a pumpkin out the front, give out candy, as they call it over there. Are they going to do that sort of stuff? As if they're going to be answering the door for Please. and give candy to people. The helpers will be. This will be their first Halloween as a family of four when they celebrate the event in LA uh, next week. The two-year-old so Archie, exciting. who has, was born in May 2019, hang on, I'm getting to the best bit, okay. has seen two Halloween celebrations. Well, well not done. really. He wouldn't well, has even, he really? Well, he wouldn't well remember. Well done, Archie. Oh. Does he dress up as a little Spider-Man, do you think? <laughs> Uh, but this will be Lily Bet's first. Yeah, no joke, because she's only been just born. So, so Lily's having a bet in the first, <laughs> did you say? Or? Uh, yeah, she was born in June. Anyway, so no wonder it's hers. I'm falling asleep. Uh, but in other news, yep. uh, uh, there's another big fan of Halloween uh, at uh, the palace. Who do you think it is, Badge? Badge, you there? Um, yeah, the Queen. No. Prince Charles is also getting into the spirit of Halloween and getting dressed up as 1989 Melbourne Cup winning jockey Shane Dye. Why Shane Dye? What's that Dye? supposed to mean? Well, he likes the horses. Who? What? Prince Charles? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, mate. That's not, you bagged me for last laugh. And... Why Shane Dye? Yeah, why Shane Do Dye? Do I miss something there? Because he reckons his missus is terrific. <laughs> As he gives her a wink. We need. Oh, we came into that. Come in. And then Halloween, she gives him a far lap dance. Uh, and on the really special now, night, hot topic time. <laughs> he serves a black caviar. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not that good. All no. right, uh, hot topic. You've got about three minutes to discuss your hot topic tonight. So that's uh, the the discussion. Uh, about possibly two referees being re Yeah, so all the clubs are being um, being approached and have their opinion about the 2022 seasons and high on the agenda for all accounts for the coaches, or a lot of the coaches, I should say, is the discussion about the reintroduction. Now, of course, Why? when it was dropped from two referees to one, it was basically a cost-cutting measure originally. Was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a cost-cutting measure. And uh, like a lot of staff, unfortunately, in RL who, who lost their positions and – you think um, they cut, they went from two refs to one to cut costs? Yeah, a lot of it was to do with costs. Well, he cutting. said that, didn't mm. he? Yeah. So, um, so now going now that the NRL have 
after this season and they um, have, have said that they've turned a profit, do they start investing back in officials, which is really important. It's hard to get Let's good referees. It's hard to get well, referees. But um, they want to bring back two referees. They want to get teams on side, stop making late rule changes. They want to review the head contact crackdown, overhaul the judiciary process as well when they meet with the NRL power brokers in the coming well, weeks. Okay. So well, two referees badge. I don't know. I, I, I so is that is that is that sorry, Sat? Sorry. Yeah. Is that about getting keep one of them keeping the teams on side better and r- ruling the ruck? And I I liked the two refs, and then everyone told me it was terrible, and they cut back to one. I went, okay, well we'll see how it goes, but. Um, yeah, well, would they go back there? Would, I'd... Well, I think they probably might if it means if it means getting a far more streamlined game and and not being criticised as much. Um, especially with the, I think it's more going to be about the head contact as well. When the contact is made, you got that one referee just focuses again on the ruck, not so much to play the ball, but um, they're thinking with one referee. It's there's a starting to sneak back into the game as the gang tackling and slowing down in the ruck. Um, mm. But also with, with I don't think we need two referees. I just think we need a slight tweaking of that six again rule. Whereas you're coming off your own try line, so it's really tough runs where the wingers and centres and front rows are going to try and get as many metres. And players are getting off side deliberately to because they don't care whether they've just got to make one more tackle. So yeah, you know, give a penalty instead of starting the tackle can again. And and if you do give away a six again in the first first or second tackle of any set of six, give a penalty as opposed to another set of six. Yeah, well, they I think, can kick. Yeah, that's right. You kick it out another thirty meters yeah, upfield and slow the game down just a touch, but it'll it'll give teams better field position anyway. So, yeah, I'd be apprehensive about, about going back to two referees straight away. You talk to the rest, some of the referees. A majority of the referees do want two referees. They think it's really oh, difficult yeah. to adjudicate more jobs. But I, I, I'm just shocked. I had no idea that was on the agenda, and yeah. I. I didn't think they'd be going back there. Yeah. I, I will be shocked if it happens. But you never know. What do you think, fans? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Do you want one or two refs uh, in the game for for next season? Uh, Gavin from Penrith says, I don't mind having a second referee, but they shouldn't have a whistle, and they should be essentially as an assistant referee who advises the main referee like a touch judge. Oh, so they can just talk to him like down with his well, mic- their microphone. Yeah. Okay, but probably it, not a bad thing. Interesting. Actually. But yeah, isn't it the dream it. of every ref to have a whistle because it makes them important? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> What's the point? You're not a referee. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Well, it's like when you make your we'll just uh, call them something. You know, debut as a referee, you get the golden whistle. The golden whistle. So you should have one referee and one lackey. Yep. I think the referee should have a personality. Oh. Nah, Jim. Jim texts that through. Thanks, Jim, for your text. Oh four five seven seven three six. Sure. Where's Jim from? Jim's Jason? from Caboolture. Hope Island. Hey, no, oh. from Caboolture. Hey, just on some of our great combos, uh, Glenn, the Newcastle Reality King. I wonder if he's loving the Bachelorette. I haven't seen. Is yeah, it good? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, get a badge, stats, and Wookie. Great combos. B one and B two. I said that off the air, didn't I? Those bananas. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ronnie Brooke and, and Jamie Lee from the Bachelorette. There you go. And the other one, the great combination, is Woogie and his ego. <laughs> Who wrote that in? Glenn. Banned. No, Glenn. He's gone. He's banned. King. Oh, he's banned. Oh, you're going to block then. that number yeah. now. Joni and Chachi, when they finally got together, <laughs> weren't yep. they the greatest combo? There's a lot of sexual tension, wasn't there, for a lot of years. Well, no, there was a lot with the Fonz and Mrs. Cunningham. Yeah. Cunningham, That's yeah. creepy. Marion. Do you, think, do you think? Oh, I thought Fonzie Arthur was creepy. Fonzie was creepy, like I've said previously. Like he was like what late thirties in a leather jacket, hanging around school kids. I yeah. thought he was creepy. 
and his office was the female toilet. (laughs) There's a lot of questions that need to be answered here, Badge, isn't there? He was cool. (laughs) It's cool, right? Yeah. Rightio. Uh, where were we? Uh, shoot two us a referees. text. Shoot us a text if you want to see two refs back. 0457 736 736. We love your texts. Even if you take the P155 out of us, we love them. Uh, back shortly with your uh, win-wins, fellas, and also a weather forecast here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day Badge and Sats for your Monday night. Of course, Sats all over it uh, earlier tonight, uh, uh, announcing that um, Mitch Pearce is off to Catalans, and it seems like the Daily Telegraph are reporting that too. Now, Sats, uh, Mitch Pearce uh, is signed a $600,000 contract with Catalans. That's three years, isn't it? Three years. Three-year deal. Mm. That's what they reckon he's signing. So but six hundred a year. That would they? Wow, that's good. So that's effectively replacing James Maloney. That's right. He's just finished. He's up thirty-two, there by the stick. way. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So Maybe good value for him over there. Uh, it's worth, but yeah, worth between. Well, apparently, it's worth between somewhere about one point five to one point eight million. I don't know how the Daily Telegraph knows how much he's earning. They just, they just, oh. Yeah. Unless they did the contract, of course, and who are we to say mm. they didn't? Uh, but anyway, mm. hey, boys, time for win win. Betfair, uh, back lane trade, the T20 World Cup. Gamble responsibly, call 1 800 858 858. Excuse me. What can I do with it? It's so unprofessional. Get your sausage fingers to hit the You push mute and you point to me. The sneeze button. You know know that cough button? It works the same. Do you know you can't keep your eyes open when you sneeze? What about? Oh, sorry about that. That's why I'm glad I'm not in the studio with you. (laughs) Sats? Oh, is that a bit gluggy in there? Hey, on the same note, uh, the bidding war next week for any players off contract at the end of 2022. But Brandon Smith, um, his manager has said, uh, yeah, he's there sending out a note to everyone. He is available to be uh, to receive offers. Uh, the Storm offer apparently three years around two point... That sounds about right, 700 or a bit more a year, 2.2 million. He's got about 600 for, now, for three years. apparently, yeah. Yeah, so they're prepared to up the offer, but I think he could get offered a, a fair bit more than that. And uh, it'll be a win for Brandon Smith, no doubt, getting these offers coming in. And a win for whoever gets him. The Roosters, the Titans, maybe the Dolphins. He could be their marquee first signing. Mm-hmm. Or probably in the box seat still, I think, would be the Melbourne Storm. Or he get more at the Dolphins. Or he, that well, would, got you, get you got a clean soon. salary cap. You got a little bit yeah. to work with. And the hooker being so important now. And um, Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much this last episode that we saw uh, after they got knocked out by the Panthers, how much that's going to affect his market value or people are just going to gloss over that. I'm, I'm actually interviewing Craig Bellamy at a, at a function on Friday, actually. I can't wait to talk to him oh, about nice. that whole situation. My win-win is in the NFL, and this is to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, uh, of course, Tom Brady, current Super Bowl champions, to their fans because uh, Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown assist today. Yeah, wow. 600th. Was that training or in a game? In a game. Oh. And... Um, the Bucks officials tried to negotiate with a fan to deliver the ball back from the crowd, <laughs> but not. So that's a win for one of the fans. Oh, they just kept. Are they they just kept to? it. Yeah, he just kept the ball, oh. and it's going to be worth a lot of money. 
Now, this is a touching tribute also. Another win for the – so this is win-win. Oh, win this for is the, nice. This is win. Uh, there's a boy in the crowd, yeah. um, and it's, he had a side so, sign saying, Tom Brady helped me beat bra- brain cancer. And Tom Brady, because he didn't get the 600th ball back, he saw the kid, went over to him, went over and spoke to him during the game, gave him his playing cap and everything, and so that's a win-win Shook for another – yeah. Another Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, what a guy. Betfair, the only place to back lay and trade the T20 World Cup. Bet now, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Got to do some weather here, boys. Grow your business as an FBN community builder. Sydney, partly cloudy. Uh, slight 20% chance of a shower along the coastal fringe. Top of 22 Tomorrow, Newcastle around 24 degrees. Tomorrow in Wollongong, mostly sunny and 19 degrees. Become a Farmers Business Network community builder and introduce the future of farming to your your community. Right, quickly, a couple of text messages, please. So about the refs, uh, Ben Huxley from Griffith says, stay with one ref. The game is finally getting back to fast flowing. Don't like all the stoppages. Yeah, good start. All right, you keep your text coming through, 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Got to go to a break. When we come back, Joey Burns is about to jump on a plane to play a shield game for Queensland, uh, but he's also possibly in the running to become uh, the test opener again. We'll talk to him shortly here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime, 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day Monday nights. Of course, uh, the Shield season well and truly well about to get under the way. We've had a couple of games and more games coming up this week. And there's a lot of players trying to cement their spots, lads, in the Australian test team. Of course, it's the Ashes. Nothing gets better than the Ashes. Kicks off in Brisbane oh. on December 8th. This man, well, he's at the airport uh, right now, about to jump on a flight to Townsville to take on Tassie in the Shield, which starts Wednesday. Aussie cricketer. Joey Burns joining us. Now, Joe, uh, you're a bit concerned that we might hear the gate announcements, but you'll be all right in that private lounge, won't you, at Brisbane Airport? (laughs) Yeah, not quite in the private lounge. Um, We're actually at the gate now, so, mate, it's an exciting time of year. Um, Excited to get up to Townsville and play a shield game in in regional centres. And then, as you say, the, the big summer of test cricket coming up as well with the Ashes. Yeah, have you played in Townsville before? Joe, I know you're a Brizzy boy. Have you been up there and played cricket? Yeah, we have. Um, look, it's a great place to play. You, you always get big crowds out and um, the, the places away from Brisbane. And Andrew Simons always comes along to the game, so the boys are excited for that. And, um, can't wait <laughs> to, to get up there, the nice warm weather, and um, enjoy good week's cricket. Geez, you want to be careful with him in between days of play, wouldn't you? Andrew Simons, he loves a loves a good time. A, um, in one way, I guess it would be even better for you if you were playing at the Gabba because there'd be nothing like getting plenty of runs at the Gabba uh, to, to wave, your, you know, wave your hand in front of the test selectors with, um, with you know, the possibility of an opening spot coming up. Yeah, mate, we, we would love to be playing at the Gabba. Um, obviously, there's no better preparation for test cricket than playing at the the test venues, um, but look, it is what it is for whatever reasons. Um, with scheduling, we, we we do get a chance every so often to get out to places like Townsville, Mackay and Cairns that we've played out over the years, and it's a nice substitute. It's good to get out there, see the fans as well. Um, obviously, it's a very wide-ranging state, so um, yeah, it, it is what it is. Now, with that test opening um, position p- potentially up for grabs, of course, Will Pukowski suffering a- another concussion. His 10th concussion. 
Joey, it's, it's, it's hard to read when you see any sort of player in any code go through 10 concussions. But have you received any, uh, any information in relation to where Pekofsky's sitting at the moment with those concussions? No, nah, mate, none at all. Um, look, it's in my mind, I've never really wanted to hear from selectors at all, good or bad. Um, it's generally bad news when they ring you. But, <laughs> um, look, as a player, you're just trying to focus on what's in front of you, and that's making runs for Queensland. Um, you know, you don't, I mean, for me anyway, I, I never really uh, looked too far kind of side to side and looked at what was happening. But, but for Will's sake, you just want to be. Um, healthy it's a really kind of look it's, it's not great to, to have those sorts of concussions and you just want to see a young kid in particular to um, to be healthy but I know he's working close on I think he's playing in the next few weeks so that's a, that's a great sign and look for Australian cricket we, we, want, to, we want the strongest players on the park and um, look he's certainly one of those players and you've been around for a long time and um, when you sit back and watch Will Pekofsky's batting, and I know this is in a net session, we don't know the circumstances of how, how it's happened. Is there something in his batting that you see as a, as a guy that's been around the traps quite a while that, that, is, that is putting himself in a vulnerable situation? Uh, no, not, not anything in particular. I think the thing with Will is he's also come in um, to professional cricket at a very young age as well. So... Um, you know, most guys his age are kind of learning their craft in, in grade cricket or even lower grade cricket. And um, all of a sudden, you know, you go from juniors into facing fast bowling. It, it can take a bit of an adjustment period. But he's a quality player and he's made plenty of runs. Um, I think, honestly, half the time, I, I think it's bad luck. The amount of short balls that you face and the ball almost hits you when you're not quite out of the way. If it just, you know, a few centimetres either side and hits you in the helmet, it can have some pretty kind of deep running effects. Is that your we're flight? Is yeah, that, we're yeah. making sure that's... Where are they going, Joey? Mate, I, I think that's us. I think we're about to go, so... Hey, who are you sitting next to on the flight? I'm not too sure. I, I know Marnie's um, at the front of the plane. Uh, what? I think Mar- Marnie's is in 1A. I reckon I'm 30, 33D, I reckon. <laughs> so, it, would you, when you're talking about where you're sitting and the pecking order... Do you reckon you're ahead of Usman Khawaja and maybe sitting up further in the plane than him and hopefully maybe just ahead of him as far as the, the uh, test selection goes if it no, if well, get that chance? No, well, he's a pilot. <laughs> Mate, a pilot. <laughs> he is, he's isn't he? Yeah, so I want him to be 1B right next to Manus because we need an extra pilot. He's the man. Uh, he actually racked up some runs, didn't he, against South Australia. And I oh, know you guys played Tassie already, haven't you? That was um, that was a draw not, not so long ago. That pretty tough side to, to uh, yeah. come up against? Mate, we played him a few weeks ago. It was a uh, boring old draw, but uh, last game against South Australia, Uzi uh, made a really good 100. He's batting unbelievably. Um, he's in. He's hitting the ball as good as I've ever seen. So, um, look, it's great signs for, for us as a state. Um, I know Uzi's focus is just trying to, especially his captain, is trying to win as many games for Queensland. What's he like as a skipper? Yeah, he's pretty laid back. Um, we've got, I mean, I guess leadership comes in a lot of different styles, but he's really easygoing. Um, he likes guys kind of throwing up ideas and speaking their mind. Um, and I think it kind of suits our group really well because we do have a lot of experience in the group that just wants guys to relax and play their best cricket. That's the Is that you, Joe? Part. You got to go. That's Joe Burns, gate thirty-two. <laughs> Joe Burns. <laughs> hey, uh, they criticised the um, the English selectors for the side they picked. Shh, we're listening to the lady. Uh, 
<laughs> Joe, can you please get to your bloody gate? That's <laughs> a shame. <laughs> hey, uh, the English selectors were criticised for the side they picked for the Ashes. What did you make of it? Uh, <laughs> mate, I, I didn't even what, watch the squad. I haven't even seen the squad. Um, Apparently it's mate, shot. I'm not gonna, I, I can't, mate, I can't get fined by the ECB for detrimental comments, so I'm just going to stay quiet. <laughs> now, straight, it mate. would have been a travesty that the first test not be played at the Gabba to, to open up the Ashes, you'd think? Yeah, I, I mean, growing up, I, I'd love the, the first test being at the Gabba. There's nothing better. Um, obviously, it's a great advantage for Australia to be playing in Brisbane as well with the record that we've got there. So um, I think you know everyone wants to see that first test in Brisbane. Um, obviously, there's always unique circumstances and the environment's you know ever evolving from week to week depending on what borders are open and until everything opens up. So it's just that you know it's, hopefully this is the last season that we kind of have to mix and match and kind of jump through hoops to to get on the park, but. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than that first test in Brisbane. Hey, you, yeah. Jace, Jace um, threw up a really good hypothetical on the weekend, Joey. He said, what was it, if there's one over left and 18 runs? Uh, 20 runs needed in the final of the T20. Any batsman, any era from any nation, who would you give the bat to? Joe Burns. Oh, no, not Joe Burns. <laughs> um, oh, mate, I, I love Glenn Maxwell. Um, the way <laughs> yeah. he can he can hit both sides of the wicket, it, like you you watch him in the World Cup and the IPL he had. Oh, any guys yeah. that can kind of any guys that can hit with power to both the offside and leg side, they're so hard to bowl to. You know, guy plays like AB De Villiers as well. Um, it's amazing the power that guys can have 360 degrees in the field. So any of those players, mate. It, oh, yeah. We better go too far wrong. We better let you go, mate. You're probably team's probably on the plane. You're sitting out talking to us. We don't want to miss out. You miss out on your free crackers in cheese in uh, row thirty three. You can ask everyone or the team on the plane the same thing about that. I reckon Viv Richards. See if anyone agrees with me. I said Michael Bevan. Master blaster. Michael Bevan. Michael Bevan only hit singles. Mate, you can't get 20 runs in and over off well, It could have been a few no balls, mate. Come on. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, got... I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think these boys are old enough to know who Viv Richards is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe, mate. maybe Michael Bevan. Yeah, yeah. okay, stick with that one. Hey, listen, before, before you go, uh, hopefully Tassie don't keep you in the field like they did in, where was it, South Australia, 160 overs in the first innings. They made about 500. Or do they realise it's only four days? And how the hell did Marnus get 18 overs? As a bowler. No, oh, mate. Yeah, I almost lost my voice through just sledging him for 160 overs. It was a long it was a long slog to start the season. It's not what you want day one of the season. So right. Hopefully, um, you know, it's a little bit more entertaining up in Townsville. All right, get some runs, and hopefully you're knocking on the selector's door for that first test at the Gabba. Joey Burns, good luck in Townsville. Thanks for joining us on Sports Thanks, Day. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Thanks. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNC's apply.